0: Hello everyone, thank you for joining me. This is Peter, aka Pad, Peter A. DeLuca. And, if this is your first time hearing me, this is the 31 Days of Dread, an annual Dream Warriors podcast event. This is where we do one horror movie a day for the month of October. And right now, this is day 10, as I already said. <laughs> and we're doing Body Melt. It's a Australian, uh, almost like... Comedy, uh, trauma influenced, uh, Peter Jackson influenced, pre-Lord of the Rings Peter Jackson influence, and it is bloody and gory, and it has a couple highlights. Uh, look, we go towards the positive first with every single movie we do. We try to. Sometimes we don't, but we try to. But look, you already hear those scary sounds. You hear the music. So let's just get through that intro, and I'll be right back. Yeah, so <laughs> it's super early in the morning here in Philadelphia, PA, Center City. Uh, it, coming to you from the Loft District. I uh, know. Uh, uh, I've just been. I've been up since it's about seven o'clock a.m. right now. Been up since two a.m. Uh, Dallas and I have been rocking and rolling. Anyone out there that doesn't know Dallas, he is. Uh, he's my cat. Uh, you can see him in Diamond Dallas Cat. <laughs> on Instagram and also on the IG, you can find me at aka pad13, aka pad13 also on Facebook, and then just straight up aka pad on Snapchat and Twitter. And if you're into, if we're still doing the website thing, the World Wide Web, aka pad.com, and I'm just doing a lot of work for that. So, uh, what, what, one of my ideas that I'm working towards. And look, this is the issue with being a one-person band. Uh, it's a I fight for time endlessly, but uh, I won't be able to search for anything uh, on my website, and you can bring up uh, what I've done of it. Meaning, if you search Wolverine, you can see all my Wolverine sketches and information about the X-Men movies that we've done here on Dream Warriors, and uh, I want it all to populate and aggregate. So it, it's, it's going to be amazing. Uh, I can't wait and we always do morning coffee and I, I'm just doing straight up ice coffee with Delight's Hershey chocolate crema it's delicious and I, I use these giant ice cubes giant uh, cubes from these uh, red silicon trees that and uh, it, it, they're amazing because they the melt rate uh, they don't water it down too much but it keeps the cold. So, throughout the morning, uh, I kind of, I've been doing a lot of things. Uh, nothing, n- nothing out of the ordinary for that. Back and forth between like drawing and reading and researching and, and, you know, even people that I know in Cali and overseas reaching out to me. So, I'm even like talking to them uh, sometimes via text message, sometimes it's a phone call. Uh, but but I have Legend. Hey uh, uh, I have Legend playing because uh, it's available on Stars. Uh, there's two versions of the movie Legend. One of them is like a director's cut with the um, uh, Goldsmith uh, Goldstein. Oh my God, brain fart. Uh, classical score and it's beautiful. And then there's the, the one that we're all familiar with, with is, which is the theatrical release with the Tangerine Dream score. And it's a, it's a different cut of the movie, slightly different cut. And I love them both. Uh, th- 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 this is one of the those dual movies, as very common with, with Ridley Scott, uh, that, that I love. But I love the Tangerine Dream music. Uh, i do prefer this one but it just uh I, I, the point I'm getting at I, I, i've been on the run the the last few days of the 31 days of dread uh yesterday day nine funland the day before that demon wind day seven chopping mall <laughs> so i spent like the last three days and you know just uh, and, and what we'll, we'll, we'll say four, because we'll, we'll we'll put body melt into this this category it's uh, you know these these are movies that um you know are like accomplishments because they got completed okay they're they're accomplishments because they exist uh, just having legend run in in the background while I'm buzzing buzzing all over the place I'm sure frustrating the hell of my neighbors below me <laughs> okay it's it's uh. It's, it's pretty, like, it makes you really admire, um, you know, high-level filmmaking. You know, people that have resources and vision and make the sacrifices to put themselves in position to make a movie like Legend. You know, and, and, and Legend too. the production for, for me is legendary. Uh, it was shot at Pinewood Studios in the UK, burned down, the, the entire production burned down. Uh, yeah, i like, and look, and and everyone kept going, no one slowed down, and here we go, we, we have probably one of Tom Cruise's uh, best movies, uh, I think we have Ridley Scott's best shot movie, period, uh, I'm not really, again, for an indoor studio movie, uh, which we'll be getting back to with our uh, day 11, will be The Wolfman from the Universal Pictures, uh, the, the universal monster universe we'll, we'll call it or the, the pre-dark universe uh yeah it's uh, you know like I don't know I don't know if if a movie can get any better shot indoors than the movie legend uh every time I see it every time I see it I feel like a few years go by and it just puts me back every oh excuse me every single time so we're talking about this body melt movie and in the intro I compared it to Peter Jackson and Troma now Peter Jackson's earlier work uh, it was like schlock, special makeup, special effects, gross out horror, Uh, this is something that Troma the creators, the manufacturers of Sergeant Kabuki Man, NYPD Class of Nukem High and the Toxic Avenger. Uh, you know, like it's amazing that he um, never made a movie with Troma, or he doesn't seem to reference them a lot in interviews. But I, I do believe Troma was, was even a huge influence on, uh, you know, Peter uh, before uh you know before he got into traditional filmmaking or traditional linear storytelling with um lord of the rings you know and you know that went with the uh the king kong and that um that weird one that boons one i couldn't even finish watching that 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 one was just bad bag of boons i think or some crap that was a bad movie that was even a, a weird run for Wahlberg. Because Wahlberg did, you know, the happening with M. M-, M- Night Shala La 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 he, And he does Bag of Bones or whatever with Peter Jackson. And Jackman Jackson, another brain fart there. But yeah, and I don't know, Walt Wahlberg just seemed to be making just really kind of hard to watch movies uh, with some really talented filmmakers. <laughs> Yeah, like Wahlberg just sometimes he just it's like he's blessed and, and he's like equally cursed. It's it's amazing, but yeah, So this body melt movie, uh, the influences are clear. It's a Australian film made. You no, know, it's it's a state produced movie essentially. Um, the writer director. Okay, and, and I'm sure, like, driving force. Um, Philip Brophy. Uh, I, I wanted to see if he was on Twitter. So, this is based on, like, three or four short stories of his that he merged together. And I, I love the title of this movie. I, I'm completely in love with it. And they, they, they loosely explain the title. Uh, so, the plot. Uh, okay, so the plot is is part of the problem when it just comes with following this movie we have an evil corporation uh and within that corporation we have a corrupted doctor so those are two threads and they are openly experimenting on people on this mutagen powder you know this chemical and they're giving it out to people they're distributing it to a neighborhood and they're seeing what happens so here we go. Let's set up the title. So when people start to ingest this mutagen chemical, uh, which is kind of given to them in packets, they mix it w- with with water. Uh, so I guess it's maybe not a chemical substance. We'll say powder. Uh, phase one is hallucinogenic. Uh, phase yeah, I'm forgetting it. It, wait, hold up. <laughs> Here, does does Wikipedia tell you it? Oh my God, this is okay. So it, th- th- there are three phases you go through when you when you digest these, uh, you know, the substance. Phase, okay, so you hallucinate. It, it's almost like uh, Wolf of Wall Street when he goes through his his phases of the um, of, of the Quaaludes. Uh You hallucinate, uh, and then like uh, something, and then there's body melt, okay, and that's, that's where your body just, just erupts, so we kind of have, like, these neighbors, and, you know, like, we kind of start going through the neighbors one by one, so, you know, the story follows you through some of the neighbors, and then there's, like, a detective... And we're kind of with the detective, but we're kind of not. Like, he's asking questions, but nothing's really, like, happening. Uh, You know, and that's really the big break. Because we kind of have these major storylines. The one from the corporate angle is the most interesting. And and that's one we're getting the least of. And then then we're getting to know some of the other characters that uh, either encounter people... Who are corrupted by the chemical, or people who are, you know, about to explode from the chemical. So the the plot's a little bit weak. The explanations uh, aren't really crazy. You know, like there, I don't think there's much nuance to the actual story. Uh, you know, like, but this 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 was another one. Where like whole oh, like i thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed this movie on a high level because it's it, it's well acted it's well shot uh you know the the ideas are clear uh what the what Philip was trying to achieve you know is you know is paul like you know, like you, you know what he's reaching for. But but the movie's also shot in, like, it, there's parts of, like, there's all these, like, fun influences. So the, the, the year this movie came out, it's 1993. And what we even have, too, like, the neighborhood is somewhat of a Tim Burton, Edward Scissorhands, like, perfect-type neighborhood. And we have quirky neighbors. And, and these are all things that are familiar, and they're, like, abstractions, and they're just perfectly, like, well done. So, we kind of know, like, the way that, that they're introduced, that these, these people are going to go down one, one by one. And, based on the, the beginning of this movie, you know, which is kind of like, it, it it opens, like, very, like, it, it definitely, like, points to the fences and starts swinging. Like, Babe Ruth, this movie has balls, It's got guts. Uh, There's a gravitas to it. And and that's the trauma side. But it's it's a topless woman with a guy. You know, and she, uh, you know, she's, they obviously just got done having sex. Her body is looking amazing. Uh, And she's using him as, like, a test subject. We find out that she's the one running the corporation. And then, uh, you know, or she's running this side of the corporation, like we'll say. And then, you know, we, we cut to this computer program that brings us into the neighborhood and it goes through the neighbors. And then it goes into the mailbox and, and, and you know, here we go, it reveals that this guy got these packets delivered to him. And he starts, you know, taking the uh, vitamin or whatever. So it's, it's a good beginning. Uh, there's a car chase, uh, we see the effects of the, you know, of, of, the, of the mutation early. So there's a, so there's a smart gap, you know, between like the next time we see the mutation, because we, you know, again, you know, like I think Philip here is being, calculating on building tension for the next reveal and then, you know, ending the movie with a series of these mutations. And you know, like that's even done well. So what's really wrong with this movie? I think this this movie is great to watch. It's um, it's great to see like what they came up with. Uh, it's just fun. Uh, there, there's part like John Carpenter's the thing in this too, and just the way the people look. Um, but there, there was also a time in like the, the the early to mid '90s where like all these gross-out type horror movies, um, you know, reanimator, they you know they all. Uh, like all the effects look the same way okay they they kind of all what if they're done at high high level they all look like that they're done uh from the same like studio so you know with you know with with all of that uh what what breaks what takes you out of the movie is it's 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 the difficulty of following the stakes and and where exactly the characters are and where you should be as as an audience member uh yeah i mean i I really hate to uh you know to kind of not go into detail about the plot i would probably have to watch this movie a few times to get the breaks of the plot and and where things potentially should have went not inventing a new storyline but you know like you can kind of tell you say look look we needed to know this here um a lot of times it's lack of exposition uh you know like that's what people knock expo- exposition but you know even the movie that kills you with ex- exposition you're, you at least understand where you are within the movie and i don't knock it uh, a lot of people a lot of critics or want to be these youtubers they kind of flip out if there's too much exposition but now, like, jeez, this movie. Let me <laughs> let me tell you, okay. There is a pregnancy scene where a woman's having a baby, and she's being mutated, and the fetus jumps out of the woman's stomach, kills the husband, crawls into his throat, and then like the woman dies, and it is crazy. It's awesome. There's a woman whose tongue uh, just enlarges and chokes and kills her in, like, a doctor's office. That's fun. There, there's multiple melting deaths in this movie. And that's all you kind of have to hear, isn't it? How many melting deaths are in my movie? This movie's called Body Melt, and it delivers. 100% it delivers. And it's great. It's That's what I mean about it. It's, just, it's fun to watch. It's, it's gruesome, it's, it's gory, but it's just, like, goofy. Uh, it is a trauma movie. Um, it, it's amazing that this guy didn't do more, more. and that, that was a little bit of the upsetting. You know, because I, re- I try and do a little bit of research before, you know, like, I sit down. Uh, the 31 Days of Dread is so quick and grinding that, uh, you know, research is, limited research is tough. But I will say this: This guy should have kept making movies, because my research indicates that there's he he like this was it. Like he kind of did short films and then kind of, you know, busted it up with this movie and, and and like moved on. I don't know what he's doing, but this guy obviously had vision. He had talent. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how. Lloyd Kaufman doesn't hire this guy like right away you know like he's the one that showed showed the poltergeist <laughs> or poltergeist poultrygeist, the haunted chicken movie <laughs> where a guy gets killed by a, a haunted chicken egg in, in that one but now it's I don't know like it, that that's that was like the most disappointing aspect of learning about this movie so where is this movie how can you watch it why did I choose it it's on Amazon Prime. I was scrolling through and I saw Director's Cut. So this is the Director's Cut version of this movie. And it, it, it just, like, there, there, there was, like, a spark that went off. Because, yeah, director's, director's Cut, as we were speaking earlier about Legend. Now, usually, like, good movies have multiple versions for some reason. Um you know like that intrigued me so i, I just put it on real quick and, and the, the first five minutes captured me and that was it you know and that's a lot of, like when it comes to things you hear about movie producers and executives like that's how they choose talent like they, there's one of the things you always hear that they they watch something for five to seven minutes and if it doesn't capture capture them they're moving on because they don't have time to, to sit down and watch an, a entire movie maybe they would if they were doing the 31 Days of Dread. <laughs> but no. Uh, yeah. But with, with that being said. Okay. And to, to wrap this up real quick. You have to see this movie. It's hard to describe it. Uh, it's got an easy plot. It's over the top. There's vision to it. Uh, there's lots of bodybuilders. There's, the chick from the beginning has nothing but like bodybuilders working for her. I love that touch. Uh yeah, and it kind of makes a, con- a commentary on that lifestyle, also. Uh, yeah, and I guess maybe that's for some of the satire. It is somewhat mocking suburban life. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. Like, it really doesn't come through too well. But this movie deserves your attention, it deserves a watch. And it's available right now on Amazon Prime. Thank you, Amazon. And again, I, I'm sure this movie's a little bit tough to get a good copy of for home meaning a vhs or dvd i'm sure if you buy a dvd it's a transfer from some vhs but anyway check it out do something cool today you know what do something on it go go to a uh like a 7-eleven or like a convenience store and buy a new drink buy a new drink buy a new flavor and just just go for it spend spend that two dollars if you don't like grape, get something grape and, and give it a shot. You know, open yourself up. Do that for me. I love you. Rock and roll until next time. Until day 11. Well, we're yeah, we day 11. The Wolfman. Look forward. I'll talk to you.